WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to the student section NFL. Uh, my name is Jalen Brooks. I'm your host for tonight, and I'm here with my co-host, Connor Rolls. Hello. Tanner Thompson. What's up? And Evan Cisneros. Howdy. Wow. It's, I feel like it's been a while since we've all been in here. I know, Connor, you were away. I mean, it started with yeah. Tanner. Tanner went off for a little break. That's, well, I'm <laughs> went sure on we for a little break. I'm pretty I'm sure we were all here last week. Were yeah. we? Yeah. I think we were. Yeah, we yeah were he's, actually, he's exactly right. Was Evan here? Everybody? Yeah, I was here. No, okay, everybody yeah. was here. Yeah, everybody week. was here. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just losing my. I hate mind. to shut you down on air like this, but I, I think we were all here last <laughs> oh, I'm time. Sorry, I'm thinking. I'm glad you missed me though. Yeah, honestly. see, it's, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. I just, uh, it's been too long. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah. seven days, man. I can't. They, they get you. <laughs> I can't wait a week. <laughs> I really can't. All right, so like we're back in here, obviously, since last time we talked, or if I'm mem- remembering correctly, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> We talked about the Chiefs and the 49ers a little bit. Talked about the Super Bowl. We talked about who was going to get back to the Super Bowl first a little bit. Uh, we get, got into that wonderful discussion. We talked about the Kyle Shanahan narrative. But now we're into the area where we're going to start focusing a little bit on the draft combine. But combine, free agency starting up, yeah, all that kind of stuff. General offseason moves. Yeah. It's all the rumors. This is like – an exciting time because it's all the rumors circulating and yep. everyone's watching everybody's Instagram following and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Be like, and then like 10 followed him. 10% of the rumors are going to become true. Oh, in the yeah. grand scheme. Yeah. Like we've been down this road, but it's still really fun. Like to sit here I think in the past few days, we've seen a lot of stuff with Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears. He's so just, already following the, um, the, Falcons the Falcons stuff. The big three skill guys, yeah. Let me jump up the odds to the Atlanta Falcons this season. Like, yep. It's cool. <laughs> Just cool. It's cool. We'll, we'll find out sometime. Connor likes draft season. Are man. you nervous about CJ Stroud not following the Texans? <laughs> no. Something tells me it's not big in his priority of you know life of just following his sports team. Yeah, he's probably following. It's not the vibe I get from him. I mean, you know yeah, I mean? probably. He seems like a chill dude. He's yeah. just out there chilling with Amber Rose. He also, game. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but you just do it out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I mean, he was playing the All-Star game, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, that was I thought that was for the HBCU softball game that Ash, that he uh, did that and then Travis we Scott did the celebrity All Star game. Okay, basketball. yeah, I, but I was the reference to yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Was oh, the, that was that was after the softball the game. Travis oh, Scott really? I thought that was game. the NBA. Okay, that's my fault. Well, that's why he has Amber Rose. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all wanted to bring it up because of the NBA. I don't get it. I mean, like you know, NBA is a whole different NFL. Level. I get what you're rookie tra- of the year. I get what you're trying to go for, but let's, so let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> You're fine. This, this is a weird time for uh, NFL. It really is. Yeah, it is. The reason we bring all this up is because we don't really, like, normally we come on and there's like, we have like, hey, we're going to talk about this today. But now we're kind of in a freestyle mode. It's mm-hmm. kind of like jazz. We're just going <laughs> to. I don't play jazz. I think it's like jazz. You don't play jazz? I can assume it's like jazz. Yeah, you know. I don't play jazz either. Isn't jazz mostly freestyle or am I just completely Yeah, it's, like, it's improvisation. I, it's based yeah. off yeah. of It's based off of essentially just key and rhythm and then everyone else follows along from there. Okay, but well, yeah, it tells jazz you. general over here. <laughs> hey, I play. I I've done music for most of my life, man. I, I play guitar. It's it's. I know the basic. I don't know like stuff. a lot about jazz, but I do know like when the, you know how the iPad iPod first came out. Yeah, my dad used to download my music, and he oh would, really yeah. So he would not download anything but jazz. Gerald, <laughs> Gerald he really Albright. wanted you to like jazz, wow. jazz, and the one Usher song, "Confessions." Well, yeah, that's hilarious, <laughs> dude. Just that. My I had the one of those iPod Nanos. 
Okay. And I think I the first time I got it, it had Jump by Van Halen on it and Snow, the Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Those are the only two songs on there, and I listened to them for probably two hours on a road trip one time. Looking out the window, the, these songs back-to-back back for two hours. Because, dude, I'd, I'd probably never listened to music through headphones before then. I thought it was revolutionary. but <laughs> It's crazy how f- so far we've come. I know, man. And then we got AirPods and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, All right, back to the NFL. As you can see, there's not yes. a lot to talk about for the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> right. But let, let me ask you guys this. So I know uh, we were talking about it a little bit. I know we just mentioned C.J. Stroud in the NBA All-Star game. But, you know, Michael Parsons won All-Star game MVP. Yep. Let me just ask you. Do you think there's like, uh, you know that saying that like uh, you have to be a, what is it? You have to be a basketball player to be a, like the really best basketball players can play in the NFL? Yeah. I just want to ask you your opinion on that. I truly think there's, I think it's very, it would be very difficult for an NBA coming into NFL and NFL coming into NBA. Could you look at the NBA? Uh, they all are reluctant for contact. They all flop a lot. I'm not saying that. I mean, it's just an entirely different sport. No, yeah. So. I'm not saying they can't take contact. It's like, okay. I want to see them take a hit from a six eight three eighty pound. They probably wouldn't want to do that until they were in NFL shape. I think the point of what he's saying is you're we're kind of going based off of they have you know a whole off season to train or things along those lines, right? Right. So yeah, I mean I think most. I mean, man, you know how many dominant tight ends could come out of the NBA? Because I, I mean, think about like your what LeBron. The, your ideal prototypical tight end would be someone who is. Uh, Tall, uh, you know, but plenty I mean, athletic. I mean, and Randy Moss played basketball. Tony Gonzalez. Randy Moss. Julius Peppers played yeah. basketball. I forgot about that. Uh, again, Jimmy Graham. Tony G, Jimmy Graham. And again, tight ends specifically. Yeah. And it's because that just, you know, that specific uh, athletic, strong, tall archetype. Gronk too. Just throw that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when you have that man, I mean, I think that's why I think, you know, the Paul Georges, the, all of your, like, pretty athletic small forwards – those guys, could, I think, could absolutely make it in the NFL. But one thing I will say, like a Paul George and like a Kawhi Leonard, and all these guys look big compared on the basketball court compared to like their player, like the um, other guys on the court. But if they stand next to like a average Joe or whatever, they they're kind of slim. So I feel like they compared could compared to when they stand next to an average Joe, they're kind of slim. Like football wise, like if you stand next to like a guy who's like decently you, built or whatever. Did you see uh, Steph Curry and George Kittle meet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Looking at that, George Kittle is tall and also considered like you know very like an elite blocking tight end, and even size wise, they did not look that far apart. Height wise, they 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 were basically the same height. But but but, but even I'm honestly going past that. I'm saying from a general build perspective, George Kittle did not look that much. I'm sure he weighs significantly more, but he did not look much bigger. And again, I'm still going based off the assumption that these guys have the diet and that yeah. they train for an off season. Because obviously if you're just if we just to say <laughs> we go to pads. Paul Jordan and say, hey man, you're gonna go play tight end for the Dallas Cowboys for a game, <laughs> he's gonna get torn up. Yeah. But um, you know, you give him an off season, younger Paul George also especially. He's you know because young Paul George pre injury, pre injury. Pre injury Paul George at tight end would have been absolutely special. Absolutely so the footwork to run routes, uh the ability to get up and go get the ball. I mean that oh God. That would be awesome. Now, but. with all that being said, I still think it would be easier for the NBA to transition into the NFL because have you ever watched an NFL player try to play basketball or just a football player in general try to play basketball? Yes. It's hard to watch. 
I mean, you have guys right. like you have guys like CJ Stroud and like Michael who, Parsons who can hoop. Yeah, I would say Michael Parsons because he looked kind of bad out there. He he, he was he just hit, bigger than everybody. He else. He hit him with that Euro step though. That Euro he step did hit him nice. with the Euro step. He also airballed a wide yeah. open three. So yeah, that's true. I wouldn't say anything like that. I'm just saying the skill wise. I feel like it would be very difficult for the NFL to translate into the NBA, while Absolutely. an NBA player could easily line up at wide receiver, yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, you know, credit to them. I, I I'm on the same page as you, Connor, in that I think that it would be harder for an NFL player to go to the NBA than NBA to go to the NFL. That is my general. Opinion. So let's just throw like you know, freak of nature, LeBron. Right. You th- you think he can just start? Start? I don't know. Well, I, don't I don't know. know about start. Start. I don't know. If start's the right word. But I mean, you think... you're and you're saying we just throw him in? <laughs> um, no, he gets a full off season. Oh man. yeah, without a doubt. I think I think he could be on an NFL team. Okay. I don't know about start. I don't know. But even I don't even know about like play consistently. But he will be, be on, on the team. roster. He will be. He will be one of the fifty-three. He'll be like a Tim Tebow, just better. Oklahoma drill. Well, that's <laughs> such that's an awesome NFL comparison. Is Team Tebow <laughs> at tight end, <laughs> but better? <laughs> So let me ask you uh, just real quick. Oklahoma drill, LeBron, Aaron Donald. Aaron, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. I'm going to take arguably the best defensive tackle to ever play the game. I'm going to take a guy that benches like 600 pounds. Yeah. But it's the GOAT. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that. I'm not going <laughs> to really dignify but... it with a response. Well, all right. So let's you say go... it really isn't? Yeah. <sighs> Another time. Oh, God. Are we back on this? <laughs> we can't do it here. We, we can't, can't do it here. But I will say, um, getting back to more NFL news, let's, we can talk about some of the rumors that are circulating and just get your guys' opinions on them. Um, number one, I don't, like Connor was talking about, a lot of those rumors of, you know, Justin Bear, <laughs> Justin Bears. Justin, Justin Bears. <laughs> I, I would love to see Justin Bears on the Falcons. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's rumors of Justin Fields not following the Bears. Do you? What do you guys think of that potential move? Apparently, there's a rumor that Atlanta Falcons have made Justin Fields their top priority. I think if Atlanta gets Justin Fields, that offense will be scary. I mean, him, B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts. I mean, you need some receivers besides Drake London. Right. But other than that, I feel like that's a really good offseason, really good offense. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of talent in that field. I think they'll still run into a lot of the same problems that the Bears ran into. With Justin Fields, I think you'll you know you'll have the off the charts athletic ability, and you will have games where he just looks unbeatable. Um, but at the same time, you know I think that will still be a presence. Is when um, is you know again when you get in those situations where you're, he's got to push the ball downfield. And as a Panthers fan, I think I would honestly, if I'm playing the Falcons, you know for the playoff spot late in the season, I would be okay with Justin Fields having minute 45 two timeouts you know what i mean and he he knew he needs to go get a touchdown i would be like all right i would feel good about that and i think that will uh that will probably see that at times definitely feel better than desmond ritter out there yeah at least he contributes justin fields (laughs) i know we said it before but i think the funniest thing is like we know when the atlanta falcons post like the uh videos of like the over the head thing you know, it's a really cool video, and they show, like, the Desmond Raider throw to Drake London or something like that. Oh, yeah, And yeah. it looks like Drake London is intercepting the ball <laughs> because it's such a bad throw that it looks like it's going straight to the defender. Are you talking about when they, like, track on the ball? Yeah, they, they track yeah, yeah. the ball, and the ball just looked like the ball's going straight for the DB's chest. Yeah. And Drake London has to Makes make, like, a, a diving, play. insane catch I, just I, I to actually, pick I actually it know exactly what you're talking about. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Another name I wanted to bring up. Excuse me. Another name I wanted to bring up in terms of quarterback news is Russell Wilson. You know, mm-hmm. there's rumors of him selling his uh, mansions, him and Sierra, selling his uh, Sierra. Excuse me. I got to get that right. <gasps> don't tell anybody. How could you? I know. Don't tell anybody. But 
So there's in the process of selling their mansion over there in Denver. So let me ask you, there's rumors of him going, being connected to uh, Mike Tomlin and the Steelers going over there to help uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, from a mid-quarterback to another. Yeah. I mean, I, I think mid may be generous for Kenny Pickett, in my opinion. But Really? Yeah. It's that bad? <laughs> I don't think he's a good player. I'm sorry. I mean, I I mean saw, anything's an upgrade over small hands Pickett. I saw a tweet. Sorry, Elliot. Isn't, I mean, <laughs> yeah, shout out Elliot. I hope he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually saw a tweet. I thought it was pretty funny. I wanted to bring this up. They were like, I forgot what. You know how uh, Kenny Pickett was, uh, he played at Pitt, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had a. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We know he played it. He played at Pitt? Oh, Bre- my God. Breaking news. <laughs> but, all right. So, like, you know that moment where he did the. It was basically like. Wow, who would have thought that that fake slide would have cost the CD dealers a, a decade of <laughs> just misery? <laughs> That's really funny. But I was just like, oh, gosh. But man, I just thought that was really that, funny. Man, that draft class, that what? quarterback draft class. It's putrid. Will Levis? Ken, Kenny Pickett. No, that's not Will Levis. No, it's, that's no, Malik right. Willis. Dude, Malik right. Willis, Kenny Pickett. Sam, was Sam Howell in that one or was he in later? Sam Howell was in that one. He was in that one? Mm, I think it was Sam Howell. And there was, wasn't it Desmond Ritter? I think he was. I think it was Sam Howell. Yeah. 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 Wow, it could probably, but yeah, that is a that is a tough, tough, tough class. Speaking of Sam Howe, the yeah. Jets want yeah. him. Oh, really? Rumors of, rumors of him being the backup. They want a backup quarterback. Did you, see, did you see the owner saying that? Oh, is that what he said? He said like this: uh, "We need a we need a backup quarterback. We need a competent backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah, something like that." Zach Wilson. Yikes. Skedaddle. That's what Skedaddle. he's saying. Yeah, I saw like the trade of like what was it? Mike Tannenbaum wanted to trade like. Daniel Jones to the Jets <laughs> for like something I was just like I don't think I don't think that's don't happening know. man I remember I saw this one post where they they were asking uh like general managers or like something like that uh so what would you give up for Zach Wilson uh and th- this is all anonymous and people were saying like a bag of chips oh my gosh it's a late day three pick if lucky it's that's like messed wow up, man the league does not view him very highly yeah well at least he got to play in the National Football League <laughs> that's that's true. There's, we gotta yeah. look at the and they probably still will. I mean, we'll probably have a backup job. It's you know probably will continue. I mean, to look at imagine. Josh Rosen. He was never good, and he got multiple chances. I think Zach Wilson will get another chance. How many? I mean, how many Josh chances? We were did talking Josh about Rosen Marcin Bortat really the earlier today. Well, there's another name I haven't heard in a while. Josh Rosen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh Rosen. You know? Is is your NBA comp to Josh Rosen, Marcin Gortat? I guess it has. Been. No, <laughs> no, because Marcin Gortat was a service serviceable player. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're right. He, he the, contributed. He Josh the, Rosen was drafted what twelfth overall, something like that. Had like and they took Kyler Murray the next year. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, no. The funniest thing is like every time like Josh Rosen got picked, he was like, yeah. Those teams are going to regret passing me up. Yeah. And he's out the league in yeah. like four years. And then the years. Cardinals re- regretted drafting him, unfortunately. Yeah. How did but. you feel about that era, the Josh Rosen era for the Dolphins, Evan? I think we were talking about this earlier. That was the 2019 season, I'm pretty sure. Some, sort of around that time. Let's all With pretty much clump together, those it, Adam Gase years. It was probably <laughs> the worst moment of my Dolphins fandom. I do think wow. he did win a Super Bowl a couple years later, though, with the Buccaneers. Was he I'm on that team? Sure. I think he was on the team. Was it? I don't Shout believe, out Josh Rosen. Wow. 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 Comeback yeah, story. He's got more rings than Kyler Murray, man. I will How say, do you argue that? I think the best thing I've ever witnessed with Josh Rosen is his Twitter page. Yeah. Because, like, he had his profile picture, him with, like, the Cardinals. And then his banner was, like, him with the Dolphins. And then he <laughs> had, like, posts from, like, the Buccaneers or something. That's so awesome. He didn't really have a – he didn't really claim a team in his whole thing. It was just a big scrapbook of teams he played for. That's funny. 
<laughs> well, shout out to Josh Rosen. Uh, hopefully, he's still out there making some noise. But we're going to hit the break. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Making he's some been... noise. <laughs> Just I, doing whatever you I want. bet that's Joe Josh Rosen. <laughs> Making some noise. He's jo- enjoying whatever, like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. He's out there definitely making some noise, though. Okay, up there, dude. <laughs> he's alive. Well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, I hope people aren't. I hope, he's up, I hope he's up there making some noise, man. I mean, I That's hope how we're referring to Josh Rosen right now, who is very alive. I want that to. Uh, I hope know. he is alive and well. I'll say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll end it it's there. It's going to look real bad if we get some bad news tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I please hope not. Yeah. But you, uh, you are listening to the Student Section NFL. We will be right back after this break. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. And we are back. You are listening to the student section NFL on WVUA 90.7 The Capstone. Be sure to check us out on TuneIn and Live 365 apps, also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, you know, we're still on our jazz you know, thing, so oh, yeah. we're, we're going to keep it going. I don't uh-huh. know what Connor's doing over Connor's there. Connor's down for the count, man, but we're going to let him chill. We're right going to let him be. Okay, so with that being said, I think uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about some of these no- notable players who are likely to be franchise tagged. Um, some big notable names are... Um, T. Higgins, uh, Michael Pittman. Um, <laughs> so close, dude. So close. Michael Pittman. <laughs> why did you say it? Let's, get, let's give it one more try. My, Michael Pitt. Michael Pittman. <laughs> Come Michael, on, Jalen. Michael Pittman Jr. There we go. There, there we go. go. I don't Michael know Pittman what Jr. happened when I said that. I literally. <laughs> it's okay, Michael Pittman. I, I realized my mistake as soon as Michael I said it. Michael Pittman. Sorry. Keep going. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Josh I'm done. Allen. Wait, wait, the Jags, which one? Jags, Jags, yeah. Josh, dude, the quarterback will not be franchise tagged. You never know. I I know actually. I know this time. But keep going, Jalen. Right, Jerry Sneed. Right. Big fair. name. Big name. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought you guys were gonna say. <laughs> so that. I, I don't know what to say about that. I don't well, see. we were just try- like letting you get through the name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saquon Barkley. Uh, say that one more time, Evan. I had your mic off. On my <laughs> I saw uh, Saquon Ziffley not getting franchise tagged. <laughs> Definitely not. Wow. I mean, I, th- I guess they're they... probably letting him walk. Is what I've. Yeah, been I mean, I've been seeing <laughs> really the disrespect I, to running backs, man. I know we were talking about this earlier about people following each other and not following each other. <laughs> yeah, but Saquon Barkley's following all the Texans players now. Really? Yeah. So that's that something... dude. If Saquon Barkley became a Texan that might be and could stay healthy, that would dude. be insane. Because, I mean, I, Damian Pierce had a fun rookie year. and He didn't really do much last Devin year. Devin Singletary, Seven Singletary. Was Neither of those location? guys were great, man. Well, Devin Singletary started coming alive towards the end of the season. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But Saquon, Saquon's a game changer, man. Yeah. That guy is a special player. If they player. can get another weapon as well. I mean, I'd like what Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and then. What if they could they, get Mike Evans if he doesn't come back? He would be an awesome addition. He's from hometown, Texas. Yeah, I would well, be a yeah little surprised if they go for such a big wide receiver move, but maybe. I mean, they could. It doesn't really. I don't really feel like that's a Houston Texans move. It just doesn't. Yeah. I just feel like they won't do that for a wide receiver. But I mean, if they do, then yeah, especially I mean, with having you know the three young guys or the two young guys have the season that they did, and then have Noah Brown. But do you still Whoa think there? Do you think those wide receivers, <laughs> <laughs> Noah Brown? Do you still think those wide receivers like? Oh, like, are any of them a wide receiver one? 
I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I think it's too early to tell for Tank Dell. Yeah, absolutely. And Nico Collins is still young, man. He only yeah. had what, like seventy catches coming into the season or something like that. I mean, he's he has not played a he's not played that much football. So I mean, and also both of them had times where they looked like it, and I mean, especially in terms of productivity. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and also I mean, there's something to be said for having those guys grow with your quarterback. That's how you really make a wide receiver one, in my opinion. That's how all the wide receiver ones that we think of now. It's kind of you know how they came about. Tyreek yeah. Hill grew and played with Patrick Mahomes, Devontae Adams with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Great point. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, AJ mean, Brown with Ryan Tannehill. AJ <laughs> Brown is just a beast. I can argue <laughs> that that guy's just a beast. But um, but yeah, man, I uh, I think that's a great way to develop a player and especially dynamic guys like tank that like tank Delman, that guy can move it is unbelievable what he can do but if you can just get a little bit bigger like you know weight wise yeah so can't yeah around. you'd obviously like that but i mean he honestly stayed um the play he got injured on was uh he had a blocking role on a goal line play yeah and like i'm not talking outside blocking handling a db like he was in there and that's uh how he got hurt and i you know it's an incredibly rare occurrence for him and outside of that i think he did a pretty good job of staying healthy but you know obviously you don't throw the Guy who's 180 soaking wet into the pile on the goal line, but hey, Texans did. <laughs> Texans sure did, and I don't know. They they know more than I do, obviously. But hopefully, we wish him a speedy uh, recovery. I think was, was it Achilles or ACL? It or? was I think fibia. Fibia. Yeah, it, it was a bone. He broke. It was, it was a bone. It was a bone. Oh, fibia is terrible too. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he gets back to a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, another big name, Jalen Johnson. I think he, that's definitely a name that's probably gonna end up back in Chicago. Um, if he does hit the market, hopefully I would like to see like a lot of teams go after him. I mean, like absolutely the Panthers. I know is in need of a cornerback. Panthers need a second cornerback, real yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. I would Eagles love too. for. I know we're talking about Jalen Johnson right now, but we're, since we're talking about the Panthers, I would love to see T. Higgins not get franchise tagged. That's what and I'm Become saying. a wide receiver one under with he Bryce needs, Young. He needs think, to go to the Panthers. I think the rumors on much like T. Higgins, it might happen to Brendan Ayuk too. Um, oh, Brandon Ayuk, I forgot. That they're gonna they're gonna be franchise, and I brought this up last week. I feel like they're gonna be franchise tag and then possibly traded. Let me tell you, if if uh, Brandon Ayuk doesn't want to be in San Francisco in this next year, I would kill for him to be in Charlotte. It would be, especially because I've talked about this a million times. But having a having a speedster on this team, having a guy who can actually separate, would be game changing. Especially a guy who does it to the level of Brandon Ayuk. He does it at a elite level yeah. compared to uh, you know everybody in this league and that's exactly what Bryce Young needs obviously it is way too wishful thinking to imagine that Brandon Ayuk and T Higgins come but if I had to choose absolutely it would be Brandon Ayuk oh yeah no that, doubt in my mind I think that's a great uh, receiver for you guys too especially a young receiver like Bryce Young and also <clears throat> just to bring this up again yeah <laughs> don't worry you said you called Bryce Young a receiver yeah. we, we went past it oh, I'm sorry. okay I was like I'm sorry quarterback yeah um but, gosh, now I lost my train of thought. But I was going to pretty much say that Brent Ayuk would just be a great fit. And I was going to say something else, but I can't remember that. But while we're on the topic of the Panthers, um, Brian Burns, another name out there, supposed yeah. to be a franchise tag. Uh, rumors are he's asking for $30 million. Um, Con- I mean, not Connor. Gosh, I did that so much when you weren't here, Connor. It's, he actually did. It was a little ridiculous. but <laughs> I'm okay. so used to like going to you first. But, like, Tanner, yeah. being the Panthers fans that you are, are you worried? Are you concerned? I think worst case the worst case scenario here is if we just completely let him walk because there was a time where we were offered multiple first round picks for him. I think two by the Rams, yes. if I'm not mistaken. We were offered two first round picks by the Rams. And 
if we end up, because I want him okay. If we deny that and we decide that we want a talented uh, speed edge rusher like Brian Burns, and I'm okay with it. That being said, this past season he did not earn thirty million dollars. Yeah, you cannot convince me for one second that he did. And um, I think he can still be a really good edge rusher, but if it can't work, then it can't work, honestly. And that's where I could see the franchise tag slash trade uh, happen. As a Panthers fan right now, what are you hoping for? Like, would you mind, like, which one, like, um, in terms of, like, would you rather, of course, obviously like to have Brian Burns, or would you right. be upset if they traded Brian Burns and got those picks because you guys don't have a first-round pick this year? I mean, right. you guys can use those picks to retool against uh, – with Bryce Young, yeah, I, I mean, again, it would, it would have to depend on the package. I, uh, I think Brian Burns having, I think having a good edge rusher is so crucial to a successful defense. So kind of like in this, they're almost like the quarterback of the defense, not in terms of their role, but in terms of their importance. And um, so that's, and it's hard to find those guys. It's hard to find good edge rushers in this league, and he is one of them. So I guess he sees that demand, and that's why he wants to ask that high. But, you know, if we can get a package like what the Rams offered, then, you know, I'll and then I'll just get over it, honestly. I mean, we have to reconfigure at some point and we can't uh, you know, it's a business at the end of the day and you have to make the decisions that seem difficult, but you gotta trust your coaching staff, you gotta trust your draft room, and you gotta put them in a position to succeed. And that could be it, because Lord, we need picks. We need to uh we need skill position guys badly. But the good thing is, I mean, like, hey, this is a deep wide receiver class. So Absolutely. There, so you guys will have, like, a stab, take a chance at, like, you know. Absolutely. We could walk away with, uh, depends, again, obviously depends on who goes in the first round, but with uh, Jalen Polk, Brian Thomas Jr. I like Polk. I think I like Polk I think Polk, Polk is a, he's a great player. I think he's, I, in my personal opinion, I like Polk a little bit more than um, Odunze. I don't think that's an insane thing to say, personally. I, I think I still prefer Odunze a little bit. Um, but I don't think it's an insane thing to say that Polk is a uh, better player just because they bring very right. different things to the field. Two different play styles. But, yeah, and, but I think with Polk you could see that translating maybe a little bit more than Easier. Odunze. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, I know we're talking about, like, and not even just the high-rated, um, like, um, players, like, you know, obviously the Marvin Harrison Juniors, Malik Neighbors, and all those wide receivers. But Oh, yeah. There's a good bunch of wide receivers, maybe in that day three, um, day four. There really is. Um, like that uh, wide receiver out of Central or West Virginia. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? He's like uh, – um, You're talking about Western Kentucky? Western Kentucky, I'm sorry. I yes. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but he's been – It's Cole something – I know Someone looked that up for me, but it's it's Co something. I know he's been rising through the draft. I watched I watched a lot of his tape the other day, and um, the thing with him is that like he's a the offense like wasn't like ridiculously good, but he was the offense. At yeah, he Kentucky. was the team. He was the entire team. The amount of screen plays that they ran to his side is absolutely unreal, and um, that's that's one of those guys that you know floated under the radar and uh, could show up in the draft. I would really like to see him. And but. by the way, the receiver was Malachi Corley. Malachi Corley. There we That's go. Yeah. A lot of good names out of this. I was going to guess Corley, but I couldn't get the first name, so I just decided to leave it. But. Yeah. You got close enough. But yeah. Um, talking about, like, another position, um, like talk, I know we said the wide receivers class is deep, but let's go ahead and pivot to the running back class. Right. This running back class is not that deep in this NFL draft, and we're talking about a player like Tony Pollard who has might be franchise, ta- uh, franchise tagged by the Cowboys. Yeah. What do you think um, they're – best course of action is is it to sign a free agent is it to or to move on from Tony Pollard and draft a guy like maybe um 
Is it Brooks from the running back from um, Oregon? Brooks is uh, Texas. Texas, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jonathan Brooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's a good player. I, um, I think in terms of the drafting versus signing guys, I think it's almost always better to draft running backs than it is to sign in mm-hmm. general. And, um, you know, depending on who's available, there are some good power backs in this class, and um, that's what Dallas could benefit from. They yeah. can benefit a lot from somebody who can punch it in from two to three and, you know, get you, get you those extra yards. Like a Blake Corum. Like oh, a Blake God. Corum. Like a Blake <laughs> Don't Corum. forget, Connor said last week in the first round, the Cowboys are taking Blake Corum. Oh, no, they won't take him in the first round. I no, know, but I'm just no, saying. No, he's not going first I know, round. I know, but I'm just referring. <laughs> Isn't that what you said in the mock draft? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. But I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's what I said. I, I didn't but mean it, though. I, 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 I was like, ooh, it's a Cowboys pick. Let me just hurry it up. Let so me just hurry it up. Let me ask you your opinion. Uh, a running back that I really like out of this class, Bucky Irving. Running back from Oregon. I don't, I don't know much about Bucky Irving. He's just a fast. Like I really can't like even describe him. He is. I honestly, he reminds me of like a Tony Pollard. That's, like that's why right. I bring it up. No, that's fair. I but that. So I you mean, so you think the Cowboys should like? Are you saying you like him, or do you think the Cowboys should draft him? I think it's. T- I think the Cowboys. Two things. Okay. Dak is currently in the middle of negotiating a contract extension, and right. he's looking for. Rumors are sixty million plus. Ooh. Especially I, with the new cap. That they just raised by, I think, $25 million? Oh, good point. They I raised it by 25 Wow. Yeah, I completely forgot. So what is it now? $250 million? Two seventy-five. dollars I'm $275. Sure, from $250. Yeah. So I was, I'm, I'm, so was going to say, there's a whole lot of things, like, with that into play, I don't think, I think the Cowboys might, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw the Cowboys, the Denver, they have that 12th overall pick. Would you be shocked? If uh, Dak gets traded to like Denver or something, if they can't make a move, traded or, or Raiders, that would be pretty wild. That a, would be an insane. We're forgetting there's a reason why the Cowboys traded for Trey Lance. They knew this was coming. The negotiation well, was coming. I Trey I Lance he, is a he's the he's the emergency quarterback in Dallas, man. But, yeah, but you he don't plays think that was behind Cooper Rush. So you don't think there was any messaging behind that? I think with when you're talking about, um, oh god, like why can't Jerry Jones? Jeez, um, when you're talking about Jerry Jones, man. This is a guy who's also keeping Mike McCarthy on once again. Yeah. Like this guy, he's a very he's an owner who has his hands in the football management process a lot. And I think he tends to get a little not nostalgic. I don't know what the word is, but he doesn't like to let go of guys that he thinks it's kind of like an if it ain't broke don't fix it thing. If he likes Dak Prescott and he's doing serviceable on his team, which he is. He had an MVP level season last year compared to the other quarterbacks, but he really did have an MVP level season. Yeah. Obviously, couldn't get it done against the Packers. Um, but, again, it's it's hard to find good quarterbacks, and I would be really surprised if they traded him to 12 for that pick, especially when, I don't know, the Broncos are just out of that range to where they could take a quarterback in this class. I and see. My, I know we said in the mock draft you would say Bo Nix. I did say Bo Nix. Uh, but I really like J.J. McCarthy going to the Broncos, if anything. Interesting. Why? J.J. McCarthy, you look at his record, I think a lot of the Michigan football, uh, it was just more so, it doesn't showcase his abilities or what he could do. Interesting. It's more so running the ball and, you know, not not letting J.J. make plays. It's more so being safe. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I found that when they did give him a, I mean, maybe it's because of the infrequency and it's tough to, you know, get in rhythm for it, but they were not a great deep ball team. And I think... One, I think they were also inefficient. I don't think, you know, they just never took shots, and that wasn't really a big part of their offense. But they also, I believe, were just unsuccessful on it. And um, 
And to J.J. McCarthy's credit, he's only he's played three years of college football and, you know, a, a strict three years. Like, this guy's not played, uh, doesn't have the same experience or even close to the age that a lot of the other quarterbacks in this draft have. Right. So I think you look at him as, a again, a guy who does have a chance to do a lot. He seems like he can learn. He's, uh, you know, seems like a pretty uh, heads-up player, can uh, push the ball down the field. But I think – Bo Nix offers. Mm. I know what you're going with the conversation with Bo Nix, but yeah. my only thing is, JJ McCarthy's a proven winner at every level. In high school, he had a winning record. He was plus 500. But I don't think they. I think they rarely lost a game. If not, if they did lose a game, they won um, the national championship in college. Right. But so you say proven winner, and I and I agree. I think JJ McCarthy has had. If you look at his like win loss percentage, he is. You know he. He's done. He's, he did his thing. Like I'm not saying like Cam Newton's terms. I'm not saying he's like a game changer. His, <laughs> like, yeah. Their defense was elite last year. Right. They always have an elite defense around him. You know the offense is like he he wasn't able to do anything until this year compared to winning wise. I mean yeah they were able to beat some good teams but they always came up short every year until they had what the second ranked defense something like that. And also I mean this is that's a running team man they. The way they beat teams is by running the ball. I don't. I don't think there's. I think the odds are pretty good that if you look back at every game, there's not one game where they outplayed somebody by pushing the ball downfield with a passing attack. I will say Michigan had a very you know during the um, suspension of their head coach, yeah. they had a cupcake schedule like just yeah. crushing everybody. But when um, the, when he came back from suspension, I want to say the last four games they played a lot the the tougher competition. And I want to say in that stretch, JJ McCarthy's touchdown to interception ratio was five touchdowns to one interception during that last four, four to five game stretch. Right. But five touchdowns in five games. I know, but I'm just saying they don't, That's, it's, but it also goes to what I was saying about them running the football and like how they, right. the offense is like oriented. I think it's easier to help your quarterback not make mistakes when you have a run game to lean on. Yeah. Cause then it obviously opens up the play action when the linebackers and the safeties have to fall uh, because of the significant threat that is your rushing attack. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think – I mean, to be picked at 12 as a, a as a quarterback, you got it. like you really have to earn that spot in my opinion. And somebody who's earned it is Bo Nix. Talk about touchdown-interception ratio. He had, what, like three picks on the season and close to 30 touchdowns? Someone should check that for me. I, I'll check that Please quick. do. Thank you. But um, he – I mean, his efficiency rating – off the charts, completely off the charts. And, you know, he probably wins the Heisman if he doesn't lose two games to Washington. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, obviously, there's fair criticism there, but. 45 touchdowns, three interceptions. My God. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. and, like, and it, sorry, I, mean, I got animated there, but. No, I no, you're right. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> you're talking about, like, what I just brought And, up. again, yeah. and Oregon played, I mean, uh, not the same. I guess Michigan and Oregon's schedule is probably very comparable, I'm guessing, based off this past season. If yeah. anything. Oregon might have had a more difficult schedule. I think Oregon did end up having a more difficult schedule. Inter- okay, good to know. But um, but yeah, and I think Bo Nix pushes that offense. He's not great past the first read. He's got that to work on. But J.J. McCarthy has that to work on too. Yeah. But the thing about Bo Nix is that he's great on the first read. And I think that's something. I think I said this a little bit last time. Sean Payton will be looking for that. His ideal guy is someone who is great on the first read and is going to do what Sean Payton tells him. Well, that's also what I was going to say. If there's any team that could do it, like Sean Payton is a quarterback guru. So I was like yeah. thinking if there's somebody who could take J.J. McCarthy and mold him into that franchise quarterback, I think Sean Payton could do it. And also maybe just in, uh, any team that trades back, maybe like a Seahawks. 
Yeah. I can see them possibly taking a chance, maybe early yeah. second round or something, but I don't know. Um, I just think uh, I just think that J.J. McCarthy could maybe possibly end up being like somewhat of a steal of this draft. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, especially with a guy who's, again, who's young and he hasn't, you know, uh, doesn't have that much experience and clearly is a very moldable player. Like, I've I've seen him, like, unironically, someone, well, I guess a little ironically, but his pro comp was, they said, was an actual ball of clay. That's the pro <laughs> That's the pro comp that this guy made to him. And obviously, you know, but I that point still stands, though. Like, he does have a very high chance to become a successful quarterback if he is paced. Right. It, yeah, if he plays behind somebody, if he gets the time, and, he, and so if he has enough time to where he feels confident stepping on the field, maybe one, two years into his career, absolutely he could be a steal, no doubt. And there you have it. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what comes of it during the draft time. We see where he lands. But right. um, until then, um, I guess we'll just have to wait, wait on it. See where. Yep, we're gonna be doing a lot of that over the <laughs> next few months. <laughs> I, I don't know, unfortunately. But uh, with that being said, we're going to head to break, and you're listening to the Student Section NFL on WVUA 90.7 The Capstone. WVUA-FM, Tuscaloosa. And we are back. You're listening to the NFL student section on WVUA 90.7, the capstone. Uh, be sure to tune in on Live, uh, Live 360 and tune, uh, tune in 365 apps, as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, so now that we are back, uh, we have some breaking news that we can actually break right here. Um, it's just been announced that the Los Angeles Chargers plan to cut uh, wide receiver Mike Williams. So I just want to give you guys some time to react and like let's hear your thoughts on this. I... um. I think it is surprising if they cut Mike Williams, but I think they should have gone. I don't think it changes their receiver situation. I mean, they already had the same, in my opinion, the need for a receiver that they do now. Um, and I guess maybe they hope to turn Quentin Johnston into the role that Mike Williams played in the offense. Because if they cut Mike Williams and they go draft some, like Keon Coleman or you know big receiver in this draft, then I would be sick as Some a Chargers exact fan. like comparison. Exactly. When obviously the, the need you have had the the need that you have needed, yikes! Um, for the past however many years is has a been slot guy. been a guy speedy slot guy who can stretch the field because Justin Herbert can throw the football seventy yards if he wants to, and they have not accessed that whatsoever. And if they don't do that in this draft, I if I'm a Chargers fan, I'm considering a switch of teams. Yeah, there's not that many. There's not many Chargers fans out there. So, no one's switching teams this offseason. <laughs> but I do think they definitely go receiver in this draft. Probably Malik Neighbors if he's still on the board at what? They got the fifth pick? Yeah. I they think have the so. fifth pick? I see the fourth or the fifth. Yeah, wow. they're going to go probably Brock Bowers. Well, that's what, I'm, I, think that's what I said in the um, mock draft that we did. But, like, you know, based on, like, because, you know, I also talked about how they hired the Ravens off- Ravens old offensive coordinator who right. likes to run the ball and use tight ends. But um, the, the more you guys keep bringing up Malik Neighbors and now seeing the move with Mike Williams, I might start leaning towards Malik Neighbors but going there. When you look uh, at yeah. when you look at Harbaugh, what he did with Michigan, it was a tight end heavy team. Like, they would right. always get the tight ends involved. And I feel like they would want their tight end of the future 
because he re- he's reliant so much on that offense with the tight ends. And I just think Brock Bowers would make sense. I know we are expecting the Chargers to do something smart and go get a receiver, like a Malik Neighbors or something like that who can stretch the field. But then we also have to remember they're the Chargers, and they drafted Quentin Johnson over Zay Flowers. They drafted him over who else? Uh, uh, Jordan Addison, players like that. Yeah. So we have to remember who is working in these front offices. So. I I think with uh, it's funny the guy who put together the Chargers team just went sh- literally over to the Raiders. That's so funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I think with the. Uh, I think I would understand taking Brock Bowers at the four or five if it's a you know if it's a best player available kind of thing and you see his tape and you like it then I get it. That does mean I don't know what their pick situation is. It's again deep wide receiver class. Use your next pick on uh, a dynamic player on a uh, very fast receiver because again they don't have to be perfect. Franklin Troy Franklin maybe yeah, absolutely Troy Franklin. You could say uh, um, the the. This I'm not sure. I'm interesting to see where he is mocked, but Malik Washington, the guy that you talked about from yeah. Virginia, that's an option. I think there is a lot of lot of ways they could go. They just need to address it yeah. at some point in this draft. They have to. And I would again, because because you can probably afford to do that in the second round. I absolutely understand taking Brock Bowers at four or five because that, in its own right, is a game changing addition Player. to that offense. Right. Well. I mean, let's. I'm like we said. We'll see. I wonder. I'm actually curious. We'll have to go back and revisit how many picks we got right, right during that first mock draft. Oh, we're gonna get. We're one. gonna get hammered. Like it's not one. gonna be close. One, hammered <laughs> as in we're gonna lose a lot. We're yeah, not yeah. gonna <laughs> get super drunk. <laughs> no, no, no. When I say we're gonna get hammered, like we're gonna look back as like, man, we were so off. And that's okay. always and that's always how it is with the draft, man. Like you're net. It's so much crazy stuff happens. Like you cannot guess what's going. On. And that's why, like sometimes when we do mock drafts, to just throw stuff out there just to something crazy like, yeah like exactly in the first round exactly yeah, yeah. and because <laughs> you never know they could I, yeah. that being said i still don't think the cowboys will take blake Corum, but um, i mean derrick henry's still available they might go that way so is josh jacobs cool. josh jacobs too Bake barkley like we just said too right i mean it's gonna be i think this is going to be one of the more interesting off seasons that we've had in a while especially with you know um Aaron Rodgers coming back to you and see what moves like now that right. David Bakari, the left tackle um, oh, yeah. from the Green Bay Packers, just a little update. He's expected to be cut. So there might be a little bit of a reunion there. Maybe he comes and joins that horrid Jets offensive line. Yeah. Um, and I know we were uh, talking about the Raiders earlier, and we've been talking about it a lot during break. But, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo just got busted for PEDs. And. <laughs> You gotta look into who was giving you those. And just like <laughs> does man put like a X blackball them from the market because there's no way you can get that much worse taking PEDs. They're all duds, man. They had to have all been duds. They're, they're, they had to be all expired. They just scammed them. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it had to be ibuprofen pills. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jimmy G. I mean. I mean, at least he's still in Las Vegas. He can he can make up for. At least he's still in Las Vegas. <laughs> but you got to look at the glass half full. Yeah, yeah. Well, so there's some there's some positive, um, some positive lining in there. Some, just a little bit. <laughs> but I wanted to uh, bring this up. I know we were just talking about J.J. McCarthy. Um, just not to restart this conversation up again, but Connor, I know you found some information during the break of the passing numbers. Yes. So, J- per game, J.J. McCarthy averaged about. 199 yards per game and Bo Nix averaged 322 yards per game and but like the Bo Nix's average is 322 while JJ McCarthy's highest like the most yards he got 
most passing yards he got in a single game was 335. Right. So, And also, correct me if I'm wrong here, Bo Nix had 45 touchdowns, we said. Yes, 45 and to 3. J.J. McCarthy had 22 touchdowns, and Bo Nix had less interceptions. Yes. That is, he had double the touchdowns and less interceptions. That is unreal. Now, would you be surprised? <laughs> <laughs> you know, would you be surprised? I have, uh, it actually just popped up. Okay. Um, this is a, one of the top rumors going around, just mm. based around the Senior Bowl and what th- teams are saying. This comes from, bear with me, Falcoholic Kevin. Kevin Knight. Okay. He's a Falcons reporter. Um, he's the host producer of uh, Falcoholic Live, and he just works there, um, NFL draft analysis. So he's... He's around the senior bowl, and he's talking to NFL GMs and mm-hmm. names. And basically what he just tweeted is, uh, you all know I've been down on J.J. McCarthy, but the NFL is not. Given everything I've heard since the senior bowl, it seems like McCarthy is a top 10 lock. So what's crazy is is because he's a junior, so he wasn't in the senior bowl. <laughs> he's, say, he's saying he's saying since the, he saw he talked to managers at the senior bowl, yeah, and that's where he's drawing yeah. the I was saying like, he didn't play in the senior bowl, so wow. I don't know yeah. how his name got I just think in terms of like you know they're talking about jams and how things will shake out. I got um, you. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Con- Connor thought point, he was, Connor. Connor thought he was cooking right there. No, no, no. I'm just like, <laughs> you can't just be like, okay, at the Senior Bowl, let me talk about this underclassman and be like. Well, because there was the senior, there's GMs at the Senior Bowl, and he talked with the GMs, or not probably not GMs, but you know, yeah, scouts. I would have been like, okay, if you talk about Bo Nix or quarterback that were performing there, then I'd like, okay, yeah, I understand, but but maybe that's what led to that conversation. Like, I mean, yeah. maybe. It just like how we're like we're talking about it now. Maybe they're debating it over there too. Top ten lock is insane. Well, they're saying teams. I, I agree. Yeah, they're saying teams love his tools and apparently believe he what? is one of the best processors in this draft. We watched this wow. whole season last year. What tools? It's he's not. I mean, he's not the most accurate guy downfield, but I mean, he's he's somewhat athletic. You know, he can move. He is. Uh, he he's can, this year's Brock Purdy for me. He can throw it on the run. I mean, Brock Purdy was also Mister Irrelevant. So I know, but I'm just saying, like, Miss this year's Purley. Brock Purdy is going top ten. <laughs> I mean, okay, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm not saying Brock Purdy went in the last round, but I'm just saying, like, last pick, last yeah, last pick <laughs> to be more specific. But I'm like, hey, Evan brought up a great point. The last quarterback to fall in the Michigan draft was what? Tom Brady. What are we doing? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Thank you. Wasn't he drafted like the sixth or seventh round? Yeah, he was. But the reason I say that is because fall they, in the top ten. He, he was the second to last pick, right? Tom Brady. No, no yeah. I think he was in the sixth round. Really? Oh, he was right. the sixth quarterback taken, though. Yeah, oh, gotcha. but I will say this: the only reason I bring that up is because you know I'm not saying they're definitely not alike. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm just saying. Well, yeah. That's- no, I was, saying. no, don't, don't put words in my mouth. I wasn't saying that. I was saying, but last time Tom Brady uh, was at Michigan. Fun fact: He actually beat Alabama last time they were. I think it was the Orange Bowl or something. I don't think that's probably correct. yeah. But um, he was a captain, right? He was a senior captain. He fell because they had a freshman come in, and he was supposed to be like, uh, let's pretend he's like Caleb Williams. They had like a Caleb Williams come in, and then like right. instead of starting Tom Brady the senior year, they didn't want the kid to transfer, so they started the freshman. Wow, and that's kind of led. And the way that the team was built around was more built around the freshman. Interesting. So, so that kind of had to do with uh, Tom Brady stock falling. But the reason I say that is maybe um, that is the situation we're seeing here. Like the, the way that systems – that's my only point. I think you guys are absolutely correct on everything. But I just think maybe that system uh, has a lot to do with his uh, draft um, process. Yeah. And I think a lot of teams are – I think we're – I think – I think he might go top 10. I think he might go top 15. Yeah, I mean, if he interviews well and the team just decides, you know, this is this is the guy that I really want, then I, then that happens in the NFL, that you see guys take, get taken way higher than you thought. 
And it's just because they had a good interview team. They think that he's going to mesh well, and they make their pick. Like Hurts, that's pretty much what the case I was do Hertz. think. Right. I don't think he'll go. T- I don't think he will go top ten because I think if a team, like you said, if he interviews well with the team and a team wants him at that guy, I feel like he'll be available. So you could trade back and get him. Maybe just I don't know late first round. The only reason I, first round. the only reason yeah. I'm hesitant with that, and I'm only going to argue this, rebuttal this from this perspective, you have the Vikings who have been trying to trade up for a quarterback for years. They tried trading up for Jalen Hurts. They tried trading up for Justin Fields. Uh, they tried trading up for Anthony Richardson. Um, you have the Raiders. You have the Broncos. You have the Seahawks. You have the Steelers. You have uh, obviously Chicago's going to get a quarterback, but you have the Patriots. These are all teams. There's so many teams that need a quarterback this year, and I don't think there's a lot of options out there outside, especially not knowing what Baker's going to do, that situation. Yeah, that is true. Um, so I think it's going to be really competitive, and uh, just like we saw the the Patriots or the Steelers jump, like they pretty much screwed the Jets out of getting an offensive lineman. Um, they, and I think it's going to be like that. Like they're going to be Teams are going to be very competitive to jump another team to get the prospect they like. Mm. And I think that's the situation we might see with J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. That's very I, possible. I definitely, yeah, I, I, I understand that. I just think, to Jalen's point, what he was trying to say is, teams have seen with Brock Purdy and in the very far past, Tom Brady, these proven winners who maybe don't have the wow factor. They can't, you know, throw it seventy yards like a Justin Fields, but they, like you guys said, mesh well and lead their team to victory. And if you put them in a bad situation, they're not gonna do good they're probably gonna be out of the league but you know if a team that just needs a quarterback or maybe two or three pieces picks him up I'm not saying he's a top 10 pick I just think teams are starting to learn their lesson on that where you don't always need the Superman you can kind of sometimes just have a Brock Purdy who will lead you to the Super Bowl and didn't get it done but he didn't get it done against well, I guess I'm contradicting myself. No, I see what you're saying. No, yeah, you're, you're making a good no, point. Yeah, yeah. Guess you're like, what you're trying to say is kind of like with the Lions game plan, just real quick before we wrap up. Like how, like you were saying, the Lions, like they didn't go for like the biggest name. They got, they went after the need, their biggest need. And like I think that's kind of what you were kind of saying. Like, yeah. hey, quarterback is going to be the biggest need for a lot of these teams. So yeah. it's definitely going to play effect into his draft stock. Also, I mean, with a moldable quarterback like McCarthy, not the where he ends up will be 90% of – his future in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. He has to go to a team that is a good situation for him. Hot take. Atlanta Falcons are going to draft J.J. McCarthy. Oh, boy. So they're going to have take. Justin Unfortunately. Fields. Unfortunately. <laughs> Hot take. We'll see what happens there. But thank you guys for joining us. You have been listening to the Student Section NFL on WVUA 90.7. Be sure to check us out on live and to, uh, Tune 365 apps, Apple, Pod- Apple and Spotify podcasts. I'm sorry about that. Y'all have a wonderful night. WVUA-FM, Tuscaloosa.